everyone, I'm Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of the Naya Beauty app. Welcome to Naya Unfiltered, where I bring topics for your consideration that are impactful, insightful, and informative. I hope that you find these episodes interesting or at least entertaining. Enjoy our show. I was totally obsessed with Laguna Beach when it was on MTV. And when Lauren Conrad moved to LA to study fashion and she had her own show, The Hills, I was hooked. It's 2006. Tell me if you guys remember a scene when Lauren has to put together a dinner with the super intern from New York. The intern comes in with a smart black mini skirt and heels walking to music and has a golden boho bag that she has the nerve to set upon Lauren's desk. This super intern is described as incredible and hardworking. Can you guess who it is? It's Emily Weiss, the founder of Glossier. This was the making of a legit mogul. Today, we're talking about Emily Weiss, the creation of Into the Gloss blog, which then led to the triumph of Glossier, the building of a toxic work culture, and the ultimate fall from grace that is happening right now. So after her cameo on the hills, Emily is promoted from intern to fashion assistant at Vogue, and in 2010, she starts Into the Gloss. Now, Into the Gloss was, I guess, what you'd call a side hustle or a passion project. Because of her job at Vogue, she had access to behind the scenes at runway shows, fashion shoots and models, and makeup artists. What she wanted from this blog was to show the real-life beauty routines of celebrities and people from the beauty world. I read everywhere, especially in Vanity Fair, that Emily wanted to make beauty more democratic and not just for the elite. So think about this. She thinks of this blog in 2010. By 2012, she has around 200,000 unique monthly visitors. And by 2016, she has over 1.3 million. Now, legend has it that this was truly a side hustle. She was editing the blog from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. every day before she had to go to her 9 to 5 job. During her time and into the gloss, Emily deals with sponsors and big beauty brands, and she sees in her comments that the brands are missing a big element, communication to their customers. They're telling the customers what the next big thing is and what they should be wearing, rather than listening to the customers and finding out exactly what their needs are. She sees during this time a power shift. No longer were the beauty brands dictating what was cool and what products the consumer should be using, but instead, as a little thing called Instagram was growing, the public was deciding what they wanted to wear and how. And in fashion and in makeup, they were mixing things up. She decides to jump into the beauty brand business and go DTC, which is direct to consumer. All of her products would be sold online directly to the consumer. And the communication element that was missing with the big dinosaur beauty brands, it wouldn't be an issue because she aspired to listen to the consumers and give them what they actually wanted. In fact, she was even asking for their help and asking them, what did they want to see? Okay, so can you picture it? Emily in New York, not Emily in Paris. Emily is 28 years old, a graduate from NYU, a fashion assistant from Vogue, and a blogger. She hits the streets and starts pitching, pitching to venture capital funds, VCs. Now, when you start thinking of pitching to VCs, you might think of Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, Uber, tech bros, right? But oh no, this is a woman, a woman who is on the verge of the next great beauty idea. So Emily is out there pitching to 12 VCs and 11 say no. Now being a woman, she recounts stories of being ushered into meetings and the VCs bringing receptionists and assistants, because it's a man's world, into discussions because they were women. Patronizing comments like, oh, let me get my wife's feedback. Instead of looking at Emily's business plan or the strength of the idea, 
that became the norm until she finally gets her one yes. And that's all it takes is one yes. And the yes comes from a woman. Her yes comes from a female-founded firm, Forerunner. Now, Forerunner was founded by Kristen Green, and it's a VC that mainly invests in DTC startups like Dollar Shave Club or Warby Parker. They focus on early-stage startups by investing seed money and helping the firm to prepare for additional fundraising. Kristen believed in Emily's idea and saw the vision. She invested $2 million and helped her sharpen her business plan and develop a great strategy. Emily's idea is simple. She would leverage the comments from her readership from Into the Gloss to cultivate products that real women wanted. She was going to disrupt the beauty industry and flip it on its head by selling directly to the customer. During this time, there were two camps emerging in the world of makeup, the heavily made face or the beat face and the no makeup makeup look. Emily's camp leaned on the side of the no makeup makeup look. In fact, some might even call her the OG of the trend. Minimalism was her trademark and it was the direct opposition of the Kardashian clan of the beat face. Remember, Emily is really social media savvy. She's been running the blog for over five years. She knows how to engage with the readers and she has her own focus group by way of the comments. For instance, Emily once wrote a blog post asking her readers what was their favorite face wash. And after receiving hundreds of comments on both the blog and on Instagram, this helped her to develop Glossier's signature milky jelly face wash. She leans into social media platforms and start teasing the release of her product. And finally, in 2015, she releases four products, a moisturizer, a lip balm, facial spray, and foundation. Beauty is personal and should be individualized. That's why I created the Naya Beauty app. Naya Beauty app allows one-on-one makeup tutorials with vetted makeup artists that are virtual. A user can have a virtual lesson with any of the professional makeup artists that are listed on the app. Just download the app and answer a brief questionnaire so that you can be matched with a Naya Pro and start learning. This is the opportunity to ask all the questions you've wanted to ask. Your Naya Pro can even reevaluate your makeup to help you refresh your look. You can find the Naya Beauty app on your favorite app store. Download now to receive $5 off your first session. So the release is a hit. Everybody loves it. And according to talkroot.com, there are three reasons why Emily's Glossier succeeds right out the gate. Number one, social media. Now remember, Emily is a pro at creating content because of her first baby into the gloss. She knows how important hitting directly to the consumer is. So she leverages her already growing followers from into the gloss and starts marketing to them on all the social media platforms. So unlike her competitors who are marketing in traditional ad space like TV and magazines, she's spending far less on the social media platforms like Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. She creates a community on the platforms and starts engaging with them. You know how important it is to engage with your followers. Well, she's doing this. She's asking questions and getting feedback and getting to know what exactly it is that the consumer wants. She makes the community feel like they really have a voice and they are contributing to the brand. Now, number two, building the right product by engaging with the public and creating that community on the social media platforms. She's able to listen to what the public really wants. She wasn't building the brand for herself, but what the public wanted. And the final piece, number three, branding. 
Emily is a branding genius. The colors, the clean lines, the packaging. The branding was seamless from Into the Gloss and Glossier. Do you guys remember when the products came out? The inclusivity of the models, the minimalistic look of the brand. It just screamed hot girl, cool girl. I wanted those products so badly, but I couldn't find it in the stores. And I was skeptical about buying products online without trying them on. But the marketing was so on point. It made it seem like the products were universal. Emily's and Glossier's ideas are fresh and new and people are taking note. So not only are they leveraging their social media following, but they're also not playing by the rules. So take for instance, their VP of marketing had no marketing experience at all. They actually decided to go with someone who had experience in finance. Glossier was everyone's darling. Everyone wanted to be the Glossier girl. When the cult favorite boy brow gel came out, the waiting list grew to 10,000 strong in 2016. I mean, imagine this. She just released her four products in 2015, and a year later, she has a waiting list of 10,000. Basically, Emily could do no wrong. Their modest 75,000 followers on Instagram balloons up to 600,000. Times were good. You could always catch the glamorous lifestyle of Emily Weiss on Instagram or in a magazine. She's coming out of a, of a jet. She's at a fashion show and the company, they were on point. She was coming out with new products and even starting opening pop-up shops. Okay. I remember this was when I finally bought my first purchase and I went to a pop-up shop in San Francisco and the place was packed. There was even talk of having a permanent brick and mortar store. So not only is Glossier expanding their product line they're growing as a company. They're hiring so much staff and their coffers are just packed. They have so much money flowing in. Every year they hold a camp glossier where employees have private chefs cooking for them. There's team building exercises. They're swimming in the lake. There's bracelet making tutorials. I mean, it's basically a summer camp for adults. I mean, I would love to be there. Emily is killing it. And in 2019, she's growing so fast that she needs to go out and fundraise again. And this time she gets big money. So in March of 2019, she raises her biggest fundraising yet, $80 million. So bringing that total of her fundraising at that time to $190 million with the valuation of Get Ready, $1.2 billion. Now, do you think the 11 VCs who said no were bummed? Yeah, I think so. 2019 started off as a great year for Glossier and Emily, but remember, COVID hit. When COVID hit the world and social issues came to the forefront, the curtain started to be pulled back on problematic CEOs and companies, and cracks started to show. And Glossia and Emily were not immune to the uncovering of problematic behavior. In our next episode, we talk about the fall from grace and Emily Weiss stepping down as CEO from the juggernaut that she had created. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to our first part of the Glossier Rise and Fall with me, Thea Sanders. You've been listening to Nye Unfiltered with me, your host and producer, Michaela Rogers. See you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. And remember to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Naya Beauty App. Bye.